have to have a belief in yourself. And that's actually one people sometimes avoid and don't really get. And it, even when I talk to them about it, they're just kind of like, oh, yeah, 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 I believe in myself. But they don't. This, this, this is the House Flipping HQ podcast. Now, let's get flipping with your host, Justin Williams. Sometimes girls are hungry. It's usually a certain time of the... Oh, wait. That's not her job. Whoa, she's not. <laughs> she's not. <laughs> that was for Tara. <laughs> so, where are we going, babe? We are heading to Boulder City, Nevada. Yeah, it's going to be like 116 degrees. Woo, and I'm wearing pants. <laughs> but and a black shirt. At least we're going to like a water park, kind of. Pirate's sure. Cove, baby. Anyway, it's going to be super awesome. So, today we want to talk about, um, we're going to get a little more faith-based. Is that a good way to put it? Yeah. So, a lot of times in the past, I mean, we're pretty open about our faith and our beliefs, but a lot of times on the podcast, we kind of don't go into it too much. And don't get me wrong, it's all going to be still applicable to to business and life. Um, But uh, I think that's kind of a disservice. Because really, a lot of what we do and why we're successful um, in different things or are able to push through the hard times is because of our faith. And when I say our faith, I don't necessarily mean like our religion, which is important to us as well, but it's more just faith and belief and hope and in and whether that's for, for us, it's, it's God, but also like a better tomorrow. And what am I leaving out, babe? <laughs> Help me out here. Well, faith and your belief system is huge. It's kind of your foundation. But a lot of times people just put their faith in a box of, this is my religion. But I think faith comes in three huge parts. And one of them is, you know, what's the thing that's bigger than you? What's the thing that is your foundation? What's the thing that gives you more support that's outside of yourself? But also, if you're running a business or a family or a life, you have to have a belief in yourself. If you're running a life. If you're running a life. (laughs) You have to have a belief in yourself, and that's actually one people sometimes avoid and don't really get. And it, even when I talk to them about it, they're just kind of like, oh, yeah, 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 I believe in myself, but they don't. So in order to do what you want to do, you kind of have to have a testimony of you, what your strengths are, what you can do, and that grows and evolves and your abilities to do different things. You have to have a belief in something that's bigger than you and your faith or your belief system, and then you have to have a belief that what you're doing, you can actually do or figure out or actually arrive at. And so it's kind of these three parts of belief that are huge. So bottom line is we're going to probably be a little more open. Um, this podcast will be for the House of Being HQ podcast and Aim and a Millionaire. But we're probably going to be a little more open about faith and beliefs and spirituality because I think it's important. And first off, I think most of our listeners um, are faith-based anyway. Yeah. And if you're not, you are or should be. And I'm not saying, you, you know, I think most of the people listening most of you believe in God or a higher power. And if you don't, you still got to have faith. You got to have faith. Okay. Because you got to have faith. faith. <laughs> there you go. That's a little uh, more mellow than the song I was singing. So, um, but also like in this pod, in this episode, like I'm going to talk about like trials a little bit and, and challenges. And you don't want to start that off by we're, we're heading back home from a great week long trip, um, visiting Tara's family and, and my family. Uh, and, you know, Tara spoke at, at, a, at a conference, which she kicked some booty. She did an awesome. 
um, and then also Bergwin's football camp. And something really tragic happened um, just two days ago. You know, today we're recording this on a Monday, and on Saturday, um, actually, you do you want to tell you know them better than I do? Yeah. Um, so my parents' backyard borders another family right behind them, and super cute family. They are, I think they're both 39, and they have three kids, and just really cute and healthy, and um, just a really neat family. And on Saturday, my sister and I were out shopping, and my sister called and let us know that um, Tracy, our neighbor, who lives just right behind us and goes to the same church my parent does, parents do, and parents are in the same church as well. Um, her husband was hiking or, or running, doing some trail running up in the mountains and slipped and fell and he passed away. And when you have a friend like that or, you know, I haven't been extremely close to them, but my parents are and they've been a part of... They're, they're young. They're I super mean, young, like really. About our age, I guess yep. we're super young, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just a couple years older, but when something like that happens, you kind of stop and think and go, what would I do in that situation? What are they doing right now? And are they okay? And it's got young kids, right? Like, it's got three young kids about the same age as ours. So it's just kind of like heartbreaking. And I, I knew him through like Summit Church a lot. He was just a great, great person, a great example, a very motivated. Like a go, like he was making things happen. You know, he was just just an awesome all around guy. Yeah, he was the president of they called the Elders Quorum president. So he is in charge of a group of adult males just from what age? Yeah, um, eighteen through whatever. Eight. 15 through 30, 40, yeah. 50. It's just depends. Depends. <laughs> um, Super fit and healthy and just neat people. Yeah, just amazing people. And, and it just really got me thinking. And, and, you know, the next day we went to church and there was a conference. And the, these guys that spoke, it was his wife and himself. And there were a lot of people that spoke, but two of them that spoke were just incredible people. And they, three and a half years earlier, had their son pass away so they were able to talk a lot about um, the, the challenge that that was and how hard it was. and But also, they were able to find, like, light through that, right? And mm-hmm. I'll, you elaborate on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, the dad of their son, who's a similar age, just really young, really cute family, had four kids, um, passed away as well. Just, I think, had a heart attack. Or... He just collapsed, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and then he was gone. So it was really shocking to them. And he's always been known as, um, I don't know what they call them, but basically he smiles all the time. Yeah. And when he was speaking, he was smiling all the time. And just lots the of man things. that was speaking, yeah. Yeah, just really. His just, wife was a mate. She was a powerhouse. Yeah, she there was. Reminds me of you, Tara. <laughs> <laughs> but he was talking about how everybody, he used to play basketball at BYU, and he was well-known, really successful doing playing basketball. And they used to um, tease him about how smiley he was. But when he, was, he lost his son, he literally didn't know if he'd ever smile again. And he just kind of went through and talked about when he was going through that hard thing, a lot of times God would ask him to be help in situations where people are going through a similar thing. And he just felt like, no, it's too fresh. It's too new. I can't. It was literally within a few weeks. A few weeks he would be helping other people going through a similar situation. And he just thought, you know, like, really? Is that, that's too much. And how a lot of that was what helped him get through it. And how he talks about, you know, how he's smiling now and, and the trial that was to go through. Well, the day before his son passed away, it was his birthday, right? The dad's uh-huh. birthday. And what did his son, his son that day um, was actually called, it's interesting, he was also called to be an elder's court president, which is the same 
um, being this guy that we know that passed away was. And he went and visited someone that that day. I think that he was going through a divorce, this guy. Is that the situation? And he basically told him, you have two options. You can either um, curse God, is that what he said? Uh-huh. Curse God and, and, and give up on life, or you can... Uh, do you remember exactly what he said? Ah, oh, we should have recorded, like, right afterwards, but... You're saying, or you can dig in deep, and you can have more faith, and you can, um, and you can keep going and keep pushing, and and make. Not, I don't know that you can make that a positive thing. I don't know if that's the right word, right? Yeah. But but you can become stronger through it, and I, I think that's so. That's so. Wow, what a perspective! And this is something that he told his dad, and then the next day he he passed away. Yeah. And so those those words kept ringing in his dad's mind um, of how he can, at this time, when his son passed away, either have more faith or or less, and he can dig in deeper and, and become stronger through this challenge and trial that is unbearable to even hard to even like imagine. Um, or he can let it totally consume him, like Tara said, never smile again, and just lose all the light that he has in his life. And, you know, something else they talked about, and I've, I've seen this through business and, and everything, is that we all will go through our own get, get seven, 70, am I saying that right? Yep. Um, which, for those of you who are Christians, you know, it's Christ when he went through the ultimate suffering for, for us all. Um, we'll all go through challenges, and, and we all suffer and go through hard trials in our, in our lifetime. And we can respond to that one of or two ways. We can either allow it to let our faith grow, or it can test our faith. And we can push away everything spiritual in our life, everything good. And, you know, in a sense, in, in the business world, I mean, that could be given up on your dreams. Um, I have a lot of friends. I know of people personally recently and in the past who have gone through trials. Um, they've gone through struggles. We've gone through struggles. In fact, Terry, do you know of anyone who is successful who hasn't gone through a major trial or struggle? Nope. Not a single one. I don't even know of anyone who's not successful who hasn't gone through a, a major challenge or struggle. But the interesting thing is it's almost like the more successful someone is, the bigger the challenge they went through. Mm-hmm. But I also think there's a big group of people who went through those challenges and, and gave up yeah. and didn't fight back, didn't keep going, didn't keep pushing. And I believe that you can do one of two things. You can take those those thing challenges that you went through and you can use them for good you know and, and, and I'm not talking the death of a loved one that's that's something that's hard to explain but I'm talking about fi- financial loss or uh, in our situation you know partnerships that haven't worked out or different things and you can turn that around and you can make that a good thing but if you allow that to consume you and ruin your life and ruin your marriage and ruin, like then you've given up the faith you know um or you can dig in deeper and you can let your faith grow and you can become stronger and better. On the way up here, I was listening to Entree Leadership with Dave Ramsey. And um, I didn't know this, but even Dave Ramsey went through a big... He had to file bankruptcy and lost millions of dollars at one point. And now, and now look how successful he is. right? And I can, the list goes on and on and on. You can look at every single successful person and just... They, they've all gone through major challenges. So... Um, you know, whether you've gone through a challenge or you're going through a challenge, big or small, you have two choices. You, you can dig in deep and you can allow that to let your faith grow 
and, and look at those challenges as, as a challenge and as an opportunity for growth, or it can, you know, you can let it beat you down. Yeah, trials are interesting because you have two options, really, and it's you can rise to it or shrink from it. And a lot of times when you're in a trial, you just kind of want to get back to the way things were. But the truth is, is you can really never get back to the way things were. And in that, I mean, if you don't learn from it, if you, you know, you just are stubborn or bitter or you just go, I failed and you quit and you give up and you go back to where you were, you don't really go back to where you were. You either go, I failed and I'm stuck down here. And it's like life takes a completely different turn. Or you can take that opportunity and go, what am I supposed to learn from this? How can I stretch my capacity on this? How much pain can I handle? How much can I go through to where I'm willing to overcome and keep fighting, keep pushing, keep going? And then you don't ever go back to where you were. You go up way higher with much more wisdom and knowledge and experience. And so you can never really go back to where you were. And that's a good thing. Because now you go at life with a totally different understanding. And it's either... I failed and I didn't do it. And anytime you come across that category, like if when you tried a business and you fail, but then that's it. Every time you think about that, it goes, I'm a failure in that thing and I can't do this. And it's just like this thing that hits you over and over in your life. Or you can take the punches to the gut and to the face and, and go, you know, I've been beat up here, but I'm still going to keep pushing. And maybe I'm going to come at it a different angle, or maybe I'm going to learn this and your capacity will grow. And then you're able to conquer that thing. So then anytime you think about that thing for the rest of your life, you come at it as, man, I went through a hard thing. I'm stronger than I thought. I'm a different person than I thought. And you learn a ton more about yourself that will sustain you through anything that you go through in your life. So in trial, there really is no neutral ground anymore. It's either succumb and fall short and have regret or it's rise above it, have faith, believe, push outside your comfort zone and go to a totally different higher place. You know, one of, one of our good friends and mentors, um, and actually who we're going to go hang out with right now for a few days, um, Russell Brunson, he, he recently did a podcast called Entrepreneurial Scars, and I, I just loved it. It just really hit home, and he was talking about how he knows a lot of people who they've been, they've had a hard time, you know, maybe they had to file bankruptcy because they went for this thing, they went for their dreams, and, and it didn't work out for whatever reason, and they had to file bankruptcy, and they went through this hard thing, and and they've let those scars like basically ruin them and, and ruin their life and if, affect them still and, and they don't have hope or faith or belief that they can keep fighting and keep doing they feel like they let themselves down let their spouse down and, and the perspective that Russell gave on it was you know our forefathers created bankruptcy and created these opportunities for people so that they can take risks so they can take risks and if it doesn't work out they can wipe the slate clean and I'm not saying the goal is to file bankruptcy and uh, or anything like that but the truth is is if people aren't out there taking risks whether that's personal risk that we've talked about in the past with with whoa what are people going to think of me or whether that's a little bit of a financial risk even which I don't encourage you but you know taking hundreds of thousands of dollars and then throwing it out there you don't have to do it that way but the bottom line is if people aren't taking risks like our country would not be what it was what it is the the businesses that are out there would not be out there people would not have the jobs that they have we would not have this great nation if it wasn't for people putting it on the line and i'm just so passionate about that i see some people that are just living life like trying to play it safe and don't get me wrong i mean there's a balance between 
being um, super <laughs> risky and crazy and, 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 you know, being somewhat conservative, but I don't know. I don't think that's what, what life is about. I think we're, you know, we're supposed to, to go for it and, and put it out there and, uh, and go for our dreams. And, and, and what, what really have you got to lose when you really think about it? Um, I remember times when we've been in debt or struggling and I still felt wealthy. It's kind of a weird thing, right, Derek? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know why. It's just this weird quirk in my brain. And, and maybe that's a hint for some of you out there. It didn't matter what it looked like on paper. Like, I knew, okay, we have a roof over our head. My family's eating just fine. They're nice, plump babies. <laughs> and it's like, who cares, like, what my bank account says? Or who cares about this? As long as I have the knowledge and understanding of knowing that other people have done it. And that I can and will do it, too. It's a matter of when is the question. But I know I'll get there. You know, like, if you know in five to ten years from now that you're going to be successful, how would that change things, right? Um, so that's kind of the way the way I looked at it, and then it happened. Yeah. Um, so. You know, I just did that presentation. Oh, yeah. Um, last week. <laughs> oh, and, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's another great example. And what was interesting um, a few years back was when I was going through that major bout of depression and anxiety, panic attacks, and my body, my physical body was just shutting down, and I would just shake, and I couldn't eat, and it was, couldn't sleep. The whole thing was so overwhelming, and I, I just didn't know if I was being destroyed. <laughs> I was like, this is it. I'm, I, this is ruining me. I'm, I'm never going to be the same, and a lot of the, th- the thoughts that come in during those hard times or those dark times that a lot of times aren't even ours, the voices in our head or adversarial stuff or whatever it is that's out there is usually a voice of you're never going to be okay and you're going to be like this forever and you've ruined everything and you're stuck. You're never going to get out of this situation. And I felt those voices coming in all the time like, Terry, you're never going to be okay again. You're ruined. This is the legacy you're going to leave your children. They're going to know you're the mom that lost it and couldn't take care of her own children and just went off the deep end. And that was my biggest and where does that voice come from? That is the adversary. That's not ours. Not even our own voice. And it comes from all those things trying to bring you down. But there was just enough inside of me going, I just don't believe that. Like that, there's no way. That can't be, that can't be the story of my life. That can't be it. And so no matter how horrible I was feeling, no matter how long every single day seemed to be, I would just keep telling myself and I'd look at myself in the mirror and go, you're getting better every day. Even though I had no idea, even though it was a total shot in the dark sometimes. And even though sometimes I felt like I was getting worse, I would always tell myself like, this thing is not destroying you. This is going to make you better and you're going to have more wisdom and maybe you'll be able to help people and you're going to get better. You're going to be okay. But it was a battle. It wasn't just simple. It was a battle every day. And it was for hundreds of days. Sometimes me jumping in like, yeah, Terry, you're doing, you're going to do this. Sometimes Jess and I need therapy every now and then. And, I just didn't know if I'd ever be okay. And I really just wanted things to be back to where they were. I wanted to be able to wake up in the morning and be able to do certain things. I wanted to be able to go outside of my home again. And I was really only just trying to get back to just the norm because that was, that was good. And that was working for me, but I wasn't sure if what was happening to me was completely going to take me out and destroy me. But as I fought through that and kept going and learning different things and searching out for different tools and keeping my mind and my heart open to new things that would come out my way, it became the most powerful thing that ever happened to me because it didn't just take me back to where it was. It taught me a ton about myself. 
And so then as I come across new struggles and as I work through different things, I think back at that time and go, you know, for years I struggled through that thing intensely and I wasn't able to overcome and there was enough hope in there to keep me going. But I come at life in a different perspective of me because I now just, in a sense, prove to myself, like, you can do hard things and it empowers you for the rest of your life. And it was incredible for me sitting there when Tara was up on stage speaking to over a thousand, you know, well, not just when they're men and women, um, but her sharing her story and the things that she's learned from it, the things they can learn from that, and then profusely taking notes and being so engaged in what she was saying. And at one point, her feeling like it's over, right? But because she had the faith and she fought through that, instead of letting that consume her, it's made her stronger and more powerful and more impactful than she ever could have been if she didn't go through that, that darkness, through that struggle, through that challenge. Yep. And what's interesting about the darkness is that sometimes we, good people and not good, so good people who make maybe wrong, wrong choices, we all have to go through darkness. And a lot of times it's really confusing because sometimes maybe you're doing the right things or maybe sometimes you made a huge mistake and you have to go through well, it. Well, if it wasn't confusing, it wouldn't be as big of a challenge right it wouldn't if if you understood it then it wouldn't be a trial but the amazing thing I learned about having to experience darkness is that life then goes if you've gone this deep and had to experience this kind of a darkness if you for me stay close to heavenly father and keep my mind and heart open to him and go okay teach me like what have I got to do teach me what what do you need me to do who do you need me to be then that darkness that I'd gone down to also became the light at to which I could go to the other side and so then I'd been through these intense things and it was almost like my heart was more open to some of the truths out there that were that were powerful and amazing and it really changed my life all because of going sometimes we have to experience dark things and am I open and ready to you know swing to the other side to balance that and to kind of prove that hey I can I can handle some hard things and I remember one time specifically you know our son our youngest Kason even when he was a little baby and started talking he always kind of likes to put things together so he'd sit around the house or in the kitchen sometimes and he'd be like putting these things together and his little head would be looking down and I'd be like Kason we got to go to the store we we need to get the kids ready for school or we're going to church or wherever we were going and he'd always say mom mom I'm making (laughs) and it was so cute and it was hard for me because I'm like oh he really he's in the zone he's like making something really cool and so I'd kind of have to like let him sit there for a bit or or wait till he was ready because I didn't want to break that that opportunity for him to be making something cool And one time when I was particularly struggling and I was coming out of the grocery store and I was just having a prayer in my mind of just like, Heavenly Father, this is too much. It's too much for me and I'm so overwhelmed and I don't know if I'll ever be okay and I don't know how long this is going to take. And I just was pleading like, please help this to end, help this to get over. And I just felt a prompting of just, you know what, Tara, I'm making I'm making something. Just trust me through this. If you can trust me through this, then you're going to be amazed at how much different you're going to be and the things that you're going to be able to do. And and so in those times when I would struggle, I would just go, you know, what can I learn? How can I be better? And then how can I trust in what's being made in my life and, and moving forward and that just enough little hope to go, it's going to be okay someday. And even still, we have things that we're going through and we struggle with and that thought of it's going to be okay and it doesn't always stay that way and they're temporary they don't stay forever you can find happiness again yeah so I just guess in in closing 
I don't know about you guys, but someone who's never had a challenge in their life, which doesn't exist, really, and if they haven't, then it'll be coming, you know. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. <laughs> don't say that. I, I don't out. mean it that way, but... I mean, the bottom line is we're all going to go through challenges. We're all going to have struggles, but... I believe, like, you can use that to your despair and your excuse to why you're not accomplishing the thing you want. Or you can look at that... I mean, I get inspired by people who have gone through major struggles and they they overcome them, right? And that's any... Like, there's no great story, no great movie, no great anything without the struggle, without the trial. So... I challenge you to, if you've had a challenge or going through a challenge right now, like, try to, like, look at that as positive in a weird way. Be like, boom, that's what it's all about. Because really, like, there's no, there's no happiness without sadness. Like, without, without sorrow, we don't know joy. So, I believe that you can have even greater joy, right? And, and even though those struggles and challenges, they can, they can all... All those memories can be turned into good when you overcome them, when you get through that challenge. So whatever it is you're going through, I mean, everyone's going through something or has gone through something that's hard and you still have those entrepreneurial scars. Recognize and look at that as an opportunity. Back to Russell's podcast, he met with a guy who um, wanted to do a deal, some kind of business deal with, with Russell. And he wanted to know Russell's background and Russell shared with him some of the struggles that he's been through and, and all these like challenges that he's gone through. And he's like, okay, so you've cycled. Okay, good. You know, like, and what he meant by that is, okay, you've been through the challenging times because he was basically saying he doesn't like to work with entrepreneurs who haven't because they, they just don't, they're not as experienced. They're not as wise. They, it's probably going to happen. It's going to happen to them sooner or later where they're going to have a major challenge and he doesn't want to be a part of that. He wants to be a, be a part uh, of working with people that, that have that experience, that have gone through what most people inevitably will go through. So just keep those things in mind. Like anyone who's had a challenge, big or small, now or in the past, that does not define you, right? Like use that to your advantage. Uh, it can be a great thing, a great inspiration to so many other people. So anything else, babe? Nope all we got so anyway guys we believe in you we, we think you're all amazing um just get out there and keep doing amazing things that's the world needs people like you yes they do they need they need you yeah so keep it going keep it going keep at it that's all we got and we will talk to you guys next time bye-bye final call final call Final call. If you have what it takes to be a seven-figure flipper and are currently making six figures, looking to make seven figures, and would like to join us in the seven-figure flipping crew, this is the final call before our next event. We will be taking applications for the next few days, and then we are shutting it down. So go to sevenfigureflipping.com if you think you have what it takes. If you are currently making a six-figure income flipping or wholesaling houses and would like to scale that up to seven figures, that's what this group is all about. So please go to sevenfigureflipping.com and we hope to see you there. This has been the House Flipping HQ podcast. Your, your ultimate house flipping resource for intelligent real estate investing and financial freedom. Check out amazing tutorials, blogs, how-tos and other inspiring podcasts with house flipping experts 
at houseflippinghq.com. Houseflippinghq.com.